Shameless Media. No matter who you are, where you live, what you do for work, how rich or broke you might be, you're carrying around a secret. We all are. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I am your host and ultimate secret sharer. Beside me, as always, is producer Justine Landis-Hanley. Hello, Justine. Hello, Annabelle. And today joining me as our co-host for the day is Samantha Andrew. Hello, Sam. Bonjour. 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 Welcome. She's Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, Sam, let us jump straight into our first segment called Spill It. So producer Justine jumped on Instagram and asked our listeners, what is the biggest secret they've found out about their parents? Which apparently has something to do with today's big secret. Mm -hmm, It certainly does. I can't wait. But first, Sam, I am going to read these spillets to you for a rapid round of reactions. Okay. So here are the secrets people have found out about their parents. My mum told me that she and my dad haven't had sex in 15 years. Wow. That's a long time. That is a- most of us assume that though. That, like most of us assume that though, right? Like, nah, my parents don't bang. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be. Nah, it. I've never heard it, so it's never happened. <laughs> they don't know what sex is. Yeah, <laughs> they've had three kids. They've done it three times. Three times, <laughs> and I was one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my dad was caught sleeping with my mum's sister when I was a baby. <gasps> uh, oh my god! No. No, no, no. Ba-bow. The only thing I can think of is this is nothing like what this is. Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit. Have you guys watched Offspring? Yes. Years ago. There is an episode where yeah. the main character, Nina, sleeps with her sister Billy's life partner. <gasps> Fucked. <gasps> Fucked. All I can say is not on. Yikes. Found out I had a secret brother 11 years <gasps> older than myself. Ooh. A secret sibling. I feel like this is a common experience yeah. though. Well, much more common than we think. <laughs> quite common on this mic. And quite <laughs> yeah. common in what we've unpacked. Yes, we hear a lot of secrets much like this from everybody. <laughs> Apparently everybody has a secret brother. Yep. <laughs> It'll get to like season 10 and someone will be like, so I just found out that I have a brother. We'll be like, that's not <laughs> fun for us anymore. Yeah, give, give us something more than just a brother you didn't know. <laughs> My father grew up wealthy but lost everything when his parents joined a cult as a teen. (gasps) Man, oh man. I want to know the cult. This would be a juicy full story. I would like a full secret of this. Mm. The cult one. The cult one. Send it in. Gosh, yes. After recently watching Keep Sweet, Pray in a Bay. What is that? What? Sorry. It's about the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Oh, Um, Justine, have you heard of it? Oh, no. I think it's the Latter-day Saints. It's a cult, a polygamous cult. It's on Netflix. Oh, see. And all the girls wear pastel dresses. What you don't know about me, Sam, is that I only consume like comedy shows. I consume like right now I'm watching Superstore on Netflix and it's like a comedy show about a a superstore. I don't like consuming dark content. No, that's fair. But maybe don't watch this. Sometimes it gets quite dark on this show, so I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. They both enjoy anal. It hurts me to type this. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're both anal. That's a treatment. It's so short. And How do you, like, did they tell you? Yeah. Or did yeah. they? Oh, parents. Yeah. parents. Oh, parents. The parents. Sorry, the parents. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's about parents. Like, I yeah, wonder yeah. if the parents are just so open with this stuff and just oh, like, hey, kid. 
We Dead. like anal. Or if the kid walked in on them, I just wonder how maybe, this person found maybe out. Maybe it came up in like a in like a now. Are you and your partner doing anal? Because that's we're cool with that. Like, <laughs> Dad yeah, and yeah, I yeah. love that. Like, <laughs> we're cool. We're hip with the kids. <laughs> My mum's name is Cindy. Turns out she was named Cinderella, but had it legally changed. <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella. This is like the least spicy out of all of these, but I love it. <laughs> She's like, my mum often walks around in glass slippers. How peculiar. <laughs> so good. My mum planted drugs on her ex-husband <gasps> when she found out he cheated on her. Like at the airport? <laughs> like, is that a sleigh moment or is that like a, <laughs> oh no girl, oh that's my, too far. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe two. It's hard to tell with these revenge storylines. Like, I just I know. don't know who I'm supposed to be like, rooting for. Like, if it's one joint and it's like, hee hee. I was going to say, if they were kids and teens and she planted <clears throat> drugs on this, like, teenage boy so his parents found out, that would be okay. But yeah. I don't know who she's dobbing him into. Yeah. Someone that I know recently had a mate that was travelling from the UK back to Australia and they're like, hey, could you actually take this bag for me? Oh, no. <laughs> they're like, that's a bit weird. <laughs> and then open the bag and it was a whole bunch of party drugs. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's mate being like, yeah, <laughs> go on through it. Nah, border security, you should be right, actually. Hi. Yeah. Like, I love my best friend, but I would never do that for her. I know. <laughs> Dodgy. Okay. After they split, dad tried to arrange for my mum to be taken care of. <gasps> like, assassination? Oh, that sounds quite cryptic. That sounds, yeah, it's like in quotation taken, marks, taken care of. I'm going to assume well, <laughs> that this person just means like taken care of, like, I don't know, hired a nurse or something. Or had like a, or gave enough money like to yeah. have a nice life without what, without them there. Taken care of sexually. But perhaps. Mm, perhaps. Let's hope for the best. Maybe a bit of anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Next one. The reason I went to kinder 20 kilometres away was so my mum could maintain her three-year affair. Oh. Again, I want to know how this kid found out. Was it years later? Yeah. Or was it like she was a kid knowing that her mum oh. was going off sleeping with someone else? Goodness. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> and our final spill it for the day. They got married after dating for six weeks, lol. Is that a secret or is that is that a nice family? Is that a story? I mean, if they're still together, I yeah. think that is a happy ending. No, I stand by that. Yeah, I, I, stand I by love it. love. Yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, as always, it is time to hear today's secret. You're a legend, Justine. Thank you in advance. Aw, thanks, Annabelle. Annabelle, Sam, here are your envelopes. Here comes the crisp envelope. Containing today's secret from one of our listeners. We have a lot of secrets on the show this week. Secret is is a more serious secret. Okay. Okay. My secret began in 2020. I had just started my master's and didn't have a lot of money. One night, I was watching a documentary about sugar daddies. I decided to make an account as a sugar baby on one of those websites just to see if this would be a way I could financially support myself through uni. I was going through the sugar daddy profiles on this website when a name stuck out to me. The user had my dad's nickname. Like whenever my dad made a new online account, like a Twitter account, he would use this same nickname. I clicked on the person and the similarities got stranger. He had the same birthday as my dad. He lived in the same area. I was like, this is not right. This is too weird. I mean, my dad was married with two kids. I was living at home at the time. So I waited until my parents went to sleep, slipped downstairs and went through my dad's laptop. Not my proudest moment, I admit. I discovered that this sugar daddy profile did in fact belong to him. But it just kept getting worse and worse. I found that he was on three other dating websites 
He had a secret Facebook account that he'd been using to message young women out of the blue, offering to support them financially. He'd even been catfishing our next door neighbor and flirting with her. And it was clear from the messages that she did not realize it was my dad who she was talking to. (sighs) Far out. Okay. I took photos of everything, but I never did anything with them. I moved out of home last year and my parents moved into state. To this day, I've never told anybody what I saw. Here's the thing. My dad is not a good person. In fact, I consider him to be a pretty bad person. I've watched my parents have these big fights over the years and seen how my dad knows how to use somebody's insecurities against them. I've wanted my parents to break up since I was a teenager. Last year, they almost did. They didn't speak for a month. It got to a point where they were splitting finances and preparing to separate. Finally, it was just going to be mum, my sister and I. But one day, dad decided to talk to her again. And then she was back in his life and it was like nothing ever happened. I don't really talk to my dad anymore, but I do still have a relationship with my mum. And I keep wondering whether or not I should tell her about what I saw on dad's laptop. My dad is very manipulative. I fear that if I told my mum what I saw, he would be able to easily convince her that it was nothing or worse that I'm making it up. At the end of the day, I think she deserves to know. It's just me selfishly thinking, oh, what are the consequences for me and my life? I just don't want our relationship to be another thing that I lose because of him and his behaviour. My God, that is quite the sad secret, isn't it? Sam, I want to know, I mean, there's a lot to work through here, but first off, I want to know what your gut reaction is. What are the first initial emotions running through your brain right now? I think I feel incredibly sad for Aubrey because it doesn't seem like she has a strong relationship with her father and that almost makes this maybe somewhat more difficult if you feel more emotionally removed from the situation. Mm. Yeah. Do you mean that because they're not close, it makes it easier to villainise him? Yeah, yeah, a little. I just feel sadness reading yeah. reading that and I can't imagine what would have been going through her mind that day that she went on to a Sugar Daddy website curious for herself and then found something like that, that would just be devastating. Yeah, Mm. I agree. And also devastating for her mum and having to try and protect her, even though you don't know whether telling her the truth will protect her or keeping it a secret will protect her. Sam, we're going to delve into this much more a little bit later. But before we do that, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Okay, Sam, I do want to talk about this secret, if you'll allow me, in Mm. kind of like chronological order because there is a lot going on. And I think the later information that we find out about her dad is super upsetting and it is tied to a certain theme of, in my mind, it's like quite manipulative emotional abuse abuse kind of stuff. Mm. I don't know for sure, but that's the way it sounded. But at the beginning of this letter, Aubrey talks about finding out that her dad is Mm. on sugar daddy websites. Let's Mm. start there. What do we make of that? How would you feel if that happened to you? Maybe because it's your own parents, I'd feel embarrassed. Yes. Mm. I also felt when Justine, you first read that out, I was like, why is her dad not making more of an effort to hide like details about him? His birthday, his nickname, it all seemed like he was quite careless with the whole thing. And the whole point of a lot of these websites is to be anonymous or to take on a new name or a new kind of persona. But it seems like he is just 
himself on that mm. website. And I want to I say before when I'm saying that I'd be embarrassed, I think like I'm not embarrassed by these apps and, and these websites and seeking out a service and being a sugar daddy or a sugar baby. But when it's your own parents, there's that layer of like, oh, really? You yes. know? And I yeah. understand what you're saying. It, it would make it harder for Aubrey, I imagine, to want to tell her friends and confide in somebody yep. to be like, this thing happened and I feel uncomfortable about it, but I don't know how to ease that discomfort in a way. Yeah. Aubrey then later goes on to say that she found out about this through snooping through her dad's computer and she says, yep. you know, that's not my finest moment. What do you – what's your take I on like snooping through me. somebody's phone or computer or device? Because generally I'm of the opinion that like – I mean, I think I generally think about it in terms of a romantic relationship. Yeah, I actually think this was totally fine. I think she had every right to do it in this – she, yeah, she stumbled across it in an organic way. Yeah. And then I think maybe that like makes it okay <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to, to dig further. But I think if it was one Friday night, she had no context about this situation and went, I'm going to snoop on my dad's laptop. Maybe I'd have questions. But then it's, it's that classic thing of like, if you're finding something that's a really big secret, it's like, does that kind of cancel it all out mm, in the first place? Yeah. And I don't know the answer to that. I also do think there is a distinction between snooping through your romantic partner's device versus your father's device. I just feel like in this letter it was made quite clear that her dad's kind of a dickhead and mm. he's never really treated anyone in the family with like a ton I, of respect. Mm. So when it's your dad and he lives with you and you do kind of yeah despise him in a way. Yeah. I think as well we're a lot more forgiving in the language that we use about our family. Like we will often say, even if there's family members in our circle that we're not obsessed with, but like, yeah, I love them. They're a great person. They've yeah. got a good heart. She, she literally says, I consider him to be a pretty bad person. Yeah. That's mm. like, that makes me sad. I think there's a probably a lot more to that than maybe she's letting on. Yes. Yeah. Like when there's gray area, you just use loose, vague language about your family yeah. members but here she's just going straight out yeah and she's like he's no he's a pretty bad person and he manipulates my mum yeah mm. yeah so in that case I do think snoop away if you think something's up and you want to clarify it do yeah. that for your own peace of mind yeah. and I think to both those points that you were saying like the dad he's been lying and yeah. he's been cheating on the mum or or yep. you know at least emotionally cheating or, or initiating things that could lead to cheating that this mm. is this is so true it's cheating and I think for a while when I was reading this letter I was like oh it's just like fun play on the internet not really like mm. he's actually engaging in like relationships with these people online without when he has a wife yes. yes also let's talk about the catfishing of the neighbor I mean last season Sam we spoke about yeah catfishing, we did and we did at times have a very empathetic take on that secret that we heard last season this is completely different it's a gross power imbalance to yes. catfishing a younger woman that does not think that you are the age that you are or the person that you are. I feel really sad for Aubrey seeing something like that because it it instantly shines a spotlight on the way that he kind of views women and thinks that he can manipulate them. I don't know mm. if that's too far-fetched, me making that statement. Would you agree with that or no? I agree. I think in the context of everything that was laid out in this secret, it seems like he had pretty nasty intentions yeah. and there's no real element here that I can see. Like I know we're hearing this from Aubrey's perspective – but there's no real element here that I can see that he maybe knows he fucked up here and feels remorseful, but he yeah. like can't control his actions. But, yeah. he, you know, it just seems like he's doing it to fuck people over. Yeah. Is it also weird that like he's catfishing literally their neighbour? Yes. Like somebody who knows him as a person. It's a pretty bold – he seems 
pretty bold and brash to be doing this as well, like within his own suburb. Yes, there's no level of like embarrassment or shame here. It seems like honestly, if Aubrey did confront him about it, like, oh, hey, I know that you've done all of this stuff. He wouldn't be too remorseful about it. It He just seems like the kind of person that would be like, yeah, Yeah. cool, you know, yeah, whatever. Let's talk about Aubrey's dad's behavior towards the family, because Mm. as we touched on before, it reads as emotionally abusive. It reads as like disgusting behavior to be honest. Uh, yeah, I also think it's just so sad that he would use his own daughter, Aubrey, as a weapon to be like, she's only saying this to you so that she can break us up. That he's capable of that. Because yeah. that's what, she, that's what yeah. Aubrey says she's afraid will happen. Yeah, right? if if that happens. I know it hasn't happened yet. Where it says, my dad is very manipulative. I fear that if I told my mum what I saw, he would be able to easily convince her that it was nothing or worse, that I'm making it up. Mm. Is the mum that much of an idiot though? Like she has photo proof of this she Mm. documented all of it or maybe that's the way emotional abuse works and manipulation works that it doesn't matter if all the facts are in front of her he might still be able to weasel his way out of it I think it's exactly that that's what I was feeling when I was reading that part like when the when it hit the point of the story where you know they're fighting a lot but then Aubrey's dad and Aubrey's mother break up and then the line was very interesting let me read it but one day, dad decided to talk to her again and then she was back in his life. And it's it was like, like all on his own terms. Exactly. Yeah. He's controlling yeah. everything here. And I do feel like when you're in a relationship like that, it would be hard to see clearly when he's got all the power and that's kind of the way it's been for your most of your relationship. Mm-hmm. That whole like, oh, I want you now, you're back. I also had a thought mm-hmm. and I'm happy for both of you on the mic to be like, that's not a profound thought at all or I disagree. I also just like, not that I think our parents owe us money, but they bring us into the world, right? Mm. It makes me sad to hear that he's financially supporting all these people. And she starts off this entire letter by being like, I just started my master's and didn't have a lot of money. So she's seeking out, Mm. she's, she's going to a website to try and make money from potentially being a sugar baby. Whilst her dad obviously has a very healthy income if he's supporting other people financially and it's not her. Sam, that is a brilliant point. Mm, I I hadn't even thought of that. The fact that he was on there to be a sugar daddy to give randoms money yeah. when she clearly needs it. I, I, don't know. I hate that you said this isn't a profound point. That, uh, was, that was a very like female thing to do. <laughs> Just a stupid <laughs> little point, but we can cut it. <laughs> no, no, but that's how the entire situation, this, you know, secret in particular came about yeah. and how she discovered it. And you're right. She clearly yeah. is in a situation where she would benefit from some more financial yeah. support. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, it seems like Aubrey's in a really tricky position here because she is kind of like the victim to all of this as well. She's yep. seeing her mum being manipulated in this relationship, but she also, you know, is losing out on a healthy relationship with her father, yep. financial stability as well. Yep. And then she's also in the back of her mind thinking about how to save her mum from this when she clearly knows that it's going to be a lot harder than it seems. Yep. What do you think Aubrey's next steps are? Like, does she tell her mum? Sister. Oh, yeah. Maybe. If, if she has a close relationship with her sister, she hasn't mm. said how close they are. And she hasn't actually even reflected on maybe doing that within the letter that maybe makes me think that she wouldn't. Like it might be like, I've considered talking to my sister about this, but she hasn't even said anything like that. But my advice would be to first confide in the sister and maybe get the sister's advice, I think. I'd go to my sister first with anything. Mm. Yeah, as would I. And I also think there would be significant power in getting together and maybe having an intervention of some sort. Yeah, my my basic brain goes, and then if they tell mum and mum has to make a decision, it's like two against one, mm. like in, in its basic, basic form. I also like feel, yes, I agree that manipulation can be incredibly powerful, but I'm like, if you put it down to it, do parents really pick their partner that maybe they've had a bit of a rocky past with over their kids. 
I would think the parents would always pick their kids first, but maybe that's me being incredibly naive. And I know that in this situation, I'd hope that she'd pick her two daughters first. Yeah, it's really hard for us because I agree with yeah. you. I think like you'd hope, but it's. I think it's really hard for us to know what it's like and to be under that power and that. Totally. Yeah. And I recognise I've never been in an emotionally abusive relationship as well. So I can't sit here on this chair right now and be like, and then she just picked the daughters yeah. because I haven't been emotionally abused, if that's what is happening, which yeah. it sounds like it is. Just yeah. from what we've heard in this letter, though, of the back and forth between the parents and like having him break up with her and then taking her back, it just seems like so far anyway the relationship's Mm. very much been he calls the shots and she follows Mm. so I do think a proper sit down chat between the sisters is a great first step Mm. I just am interested to know how that conversation goes if they decide to turn it into an intervention with Aubrey's mum yeah it may be it may not be a possibility I don't know personally I spoke to her and I'm not entirely sure for all we know the sibling is still living with the dad and the mum. That could add another layer of complication to this. Yeah, do you think there's also a potential here that Aubrey's safety could be compromised? Yes. Because I'm also thinking I'm sure Aubrey has considered all of the options, Mm -hmm. but is there a world where Aubrey staying silent about this would benefit everybody? Yeah. I mean, this is the tricky thing, right? Because, yes, like, sharing this information, maybe in a healthier parental relationship would save the mum or would help her get out. But if the mum's in a dangerous situation, an emotionally manipulative situation, it could have bad consequences for the mum, for Aubrey, for her sibling. Who knows? Yeah. But also on the flip side, I don't know if saying, just wait it out, Aubrey, just lay low and see how it goes. I don't know if that's healthy advice either. Yeah. I do think maybe there is also an option here to seek external help as Mm. well. I would confide in a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe someone who has specific tools to be able to help the family, like the innocent party here, escape this quite dangerous man. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that this is a key factor I think it's a, a smaller factor but as well there could be a level of shame and embarrassment in if she goes to tell her mum having to be truthful about why she stumbled upon this and and being like I was on this website because I was interested in, in potentially becoming a sugar baby that's an added layer as well and I'd really hope but we don't know that if the dad finds out he doesn't use that as ammunition against her yes. he goes well look at what your daughter's doing because she's going on these websites too like yeah or- yeah being like, you look at your daughter, she snooped on my computer, she's planted this. Like, yeah. yeah, there are a myriad of ways in which I imagine the dad would be able to twist this mm. and make Aubrey look like the bad guy, which mm. just pains me to think about. I really do feel for her. I feel for her. I also don't think she's alone. I think if she's close enough with her sister, I think that would be a perfect place to start and seeking out a therapist. Yeah. I know we're kind of like wrapping up this episode, but before we end, yeah. I do want to talk about the neighbour again. I want to know whether we tell the neighbour about true. This I thing. hadn't even... Yeah. yeah, she was a side character, but an important side character to this story that I think needs to know the truth. Mm. It's like, not that I want her to now go down a kind of pattern of manipulation herself, but could she almost use the neighbour as a... You're right. I think maybe the neighbour is almost the perfect person to go yeah. to and talk to and maybe use her as a way to inform the mum in a way that doesn't endanger Aubrey herself. Like maybe they could figure out a way yeah. for the neighbour maybe to go up to the mum and be like, I found out your husband was catfishing me. Yeah. And maybe that could be a way to alert Aubrey's mum to the danger. Yeah. It sounds like the advice you're giving is like Aubrey should talk to somebody and confide in somebody to yeah. hopefully make some steps forward here. Yeah. Mm. It's just frustrating because we're sitting here saying, and she should confide in 
her sister or she should confide in, you know, the the neighbour. And it's like all of these women having to like do all of this groundwork to escape like the wrath of what seems like to be quite a scary man. Yeah, mm. uh, it's incredibly sad that this man is a member of her family who she's supposed to be able to trust. But yeah. he is the one that is creating the most distrust and the most discomfort in her life. Yeah. I just think yeah. it is incredibly sad and we are here for you. Aubrey, yeah. If you want to reach out again and let us know what and is he's the one that fucked. He's the one that fucked up. And I feel so mm. sorry for her that she's now in this like situation where she feels like she's made an incredible mistake. No, he has. And she has to balance everybody's well-being. Like how do I tell my mom without hurting her? It is a lot. Yeah. Sam, before we finish, I also just want to say to the listeners that if you are going through something similar to this in your home or in your relationship, you can always call 1-800-RESPECT, which is a 24-hour national sexual assault, family and domestic violence counselling information and support service. Guys, that is all we have time for for today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. Sam, thank you for joining me again today. Thank you for having me. And to everybody else, thank you for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, write us a letter and mail it to our PO box. You'll find all the details about where to send your letters in our show notes. Of course, if the old school mail system isn't your thing, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you later. See ya. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.